Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry, and I'm so looking forward to walking with you today. In today's session, are you facing the difficult things in your life and wanting to meet them head on, but still struggling? Would you like to know what can aid you on the journey? This is the third session of the Hero and Heroines Journey Week. And today we are going to talk about two things that we cannot do without if we are going to be effective as we face our challenges and we transform. Let's walk. out and walking and enjoying this spring weather feeling our feet on the ground if you're new to the last eight percent morning over the course of 15 to sometimes 20 minutes we integrate movement mindfulness and mental training exercises and it's really important that you move in fact i would even say this if you're not wanting to move if you want if you are just listening to this at your desk turn it off wait till you can spend the time to move in it that takes a week or a month or six months. I mean it. It's really important that we move or move as we are able. And so we're out feeling our feet on the ground, standing tall. We call it the last 8% morning, but in fact, many people do it at all times of the day. At lunch, they take a break or at the end of the day or in the evening. But what we want to do is form a habit so we can build the skills necessary to be our best in our most difficult moments, what we call last 8% moments, those moments that we find a little bit more difficult. And so we follow a BIG structure, make our bed, the first B, pay attention mindfully to our belly and body, which is what we're doing right now, feeling our feet on the ground standing tall, feeling our belly rise and fall. Then we move to one of the eyes, either idea of the day or strength and identity. And then one of the G's, either gratitude or goals. So we're walking and we're filling ourselves up by being present, being grounded as we walk by this form of drip learning, right? Little bit by little, bit by bit, we are growing our understanding of ourselves, of emotional intelligence, of those difficult challenges that we face. And this is the Hero's Journey Week or the Heroine's Journey Week where we are exploring how we can use our most challenging situations, our last 8% situations, as opportunities to transform so that we can become the people we want to become. 
So we're actually going to move a bit earlier than we normally do from mindfulness of belly and body to mindfulness of listening and reflecting. Because there's a lot to cover in this third session of the hero's journey or the heroine's journey week. And if you missed the first two, please go back and listen to those before you listen to this. But today we're going to talk about two things. Those two things we cannot do without to help us overcome the challenges that we face. And those two things are people and specific skills. So to be a last eight percenter means being someone who accepts the challenge, who is not only not afraid to meet their most difficult situations head on, but sees their last eight percent situations as required to create a better version of themselves. We want to move from being passive or indecisive, even apathetic, to being decisive, active, courageous. We want to be someone who takes responsibility and has control over our narrative. That's what it means to be a last eight percenter. So to understand what we cannot do without, we need to understand what is at the heart of what stops us. So first, there's this belief that we can do it alone, that we don't need anyone to help us. Many of us see ourselves And we've been fed a line, I think, quite frankly, from the media that we are rugged individualists and we have a certain pride or honor of going it alone. Well, I'm here to tell you, we can't do it alone. It is a myth. And it's a dangerous myth. Especially, quite frankly, for men, because I think we feel like, oh, we need to strike out on our own, be our own person. And that's fine at times to feel that, but we will hit obstacles. We will face challenges. And when you look at the literature among, whether it be startups or teams, even like individual teams, we all need the help of someone else. We cannot do it alone. No one has done it alone. And it's the same for us when we're on this transformational journey. We need others. Think of the examples of the various characters that we all know and love who had their call to adventure, to transform, and who have gone through this. And I think of people like fictional characters like Harry Potter, or if you're older like myself, Luke Skywalker from Star Wars, or Keanu Reeves, his character Neo in The Matrix. Each of these characters were living their their life, their kind of ordinary life, their status quo life. And there's nothing wrong with that. But they felt some disenchantment. And, you know, were they happy? Did they feel especially courageous as they face the challenges that they did face? Because everyone faces challenges. Did they feel good about themselves? The answer is not really in all three cases. But they had their call to adventure on their hero's journey or heroine's journey to face their challenges, to transform themselves to meet this challenge. And number one, they each needed to make a choice, which is what we talked about last session, to be a victim or to be a hero or heroine. And each faced an obstacle. You know, think of the family that Harry 
Potter lived with and how horrible they were to him. Or Luke facing Darth Vader and the dark side. Think of Keanu Reeves and deciding between, if you remember, and if you haven't watched The Matrix, because it's not as popular maybe as Star Wars or Harry Potter, but go and watch this film. It's a great film. But he has to make a decision between taking the blue pill or the red pill. The blue pill would put him back to sleep, to live that ordinary life. But the red pill would mean he'd go down as Morpheus, kind of his leader, his mentor, his guide, to go down the rabbit hole and take the path of being a hero. You know, each of them could continue with the things as they were and be victims, or they could choose to transform themselves, which is what would be required to meet this big obstacle. And so they needed to make a choice. That was last session. But each of these characters needed, and this is the important part for this session, others on the journey. They needed to learn from a guide, a coach. Think of Yoda for Luke Skywalker, or Albus Dumbledore for Harry Potter, or as I mentioned, Morpheus, who was played by Lawrence Fishburne, to, you know, for Keanu Reeves' character Neo in The Matrix. These were each mentors for these people. They had been there before. They could teach them. They could help them when they stumbled. The coach can help us on our way because they have been there before. They know the obstacles to look out for. And I think of some of the coaches or therapists I've had in my life. And it's kind of funny when I think about it. You know, I've either had for a very long time, either a coach could be business coach or more kind of personal coach or a therapist, depending on, you know, if my life wasn't going as well, I would have a therapist. But each of these people helped me by first listening to me and letting me know I wasn't crazy. And then by guiding me, they would ask questions, right? A great coach, a great guide asks questions, helps you transform, helps you use the challenging situation, the last 8% situation, as an opportunity to learn, grow, and transform. And then, you know, in my case, as any good coach would do or guide, they helped me formulate a plan. They held me accountable. It is my firm opinion that you cannot do this work, transform, without someone like this in your life. I mean that. It doesn't have to be a paid coach, but does need to be someone who supports you through this because the path is not easy. You will face obstacles, both external and internal. One of the things I want to make you aware of at the Last 8% Project, which is the Facebook group, is that just by being part of that community, you'll get the opportunity to have a peer coach and to be a peer coach to others. So we'll tell you more about that in future episodes, but you know, go to Last 8% Facebook group and you'll learn more information there. But the bottom line, and by the way, this doesn't cost, but the bottom line is that you cannot do it alone. So the first thing we cannot do without is a guide or others. The second thing that stops us are a lack of skills to manage our emotions. And this is a big part of this podcast, but emotions such as fear or anger or worry, if we cannot manage our brain and our emotions, we will not 
move in when it gets uncomfortable. We will avoid. Remember what Carl Jung said, what you most need will be found where you least want to look. So we need to build the skills of emotional intelligence. That's the second thing we need on this journey. And part of those skills are self-awareness, to know what is stopping us, what is causing us to play small, to, to know what is causing us to avoid. And so that's a big part of emotional intelligence is self-awareness. And it starts by understanding what we call predictable default behaviors. When we face a last 8% situation, do we avoid or do we make a mess? The next part of emotional intelligence is emotional management. So once we know, okay, do we avoid or make a mess? Now we need to use different strategies to manage based on who we are, our predictable default behavior. And that's what this podcast and our work at IWHP is all about. We want to give you the tools so under pressure, when you face last 8% situations, you can manage your brain, you can manage your emotions, so you can do what is difficult, so you can connect with others, so you can be that best version of yourself. The best part is that these are learnable skills, and once you build the skills... And you face that which is most difficult, that which frightens you. You will grow in confidence and courage. And you'll be able to take on the next challenge. And you'll have a real chance at at freedom. Because really, at the end of the day, this is all about freedom. And we will come to see that we are the ones who limit our freedom. You know, this is what it means to be a hero, not to blame others for our predicament, predicament but to choose our response, to see our challenges as opportunities to transform. The writer James Baldwin, who wrote about race and class, who died in 1987, wrote, Freedom is not something that anybody can be given. Freedom is something people take, and people are as free as they want to be. Let me say that again. It's such a powerful quote. Freedom is not something that anybody can be given. Freedom is something people take and people are as free as they want to be. So if we build these skills, if we get the support, we can choose to create a heroic life that is characterized by acting from a place of love and compassion as opposed to fear and anxiety. Approaching as opposed to avoiding that which scares us, to push ourselves out of our comfort zone to be in relationship with people who treat us well, and to not be in relationship with those who do not, to take risks and to go for our dreams. At the Last 8% Project and with this podcast, we are here to help. We want to be a guide of sorts as you face you know, these challenging situations, because we all face these challenging situations. And we want to look at these last 8% situations differently as required, as something we want to approach because it will make us better versions of ourselves. It will help us transform. So this is the journey we are on. And I want to wish you not good luck in this journey, but good preparation and good courage. 
so that as you face those things that really do scare you, can you move in as opposed to move away, approach as opposed to avoid? So as we're finishing up our day and our session, thinking about the goals that we want to get done today, What are the important things that you want to focus on? Maybe there's some difficult things in there that you're feeling a little bit more inspired to tackle. So what are the three goals that you want to focus on today? And as we finish, let's bring this momentum and energy into the day. Have a wonderful day.